This the remix. Yeah, oh, no question. And we're always looking for versatility when we're looking at uh, offensive linemen in the draft. And uh, the ability to play multiple positions, which someone like you know Alex has done, allows us to experiment somewhat. Uh, and especially when we have you know, had the injuries that we have that we'll continue to move guys around and, and it's all about trying to find the five best. He's got dancing feet with that lower body. It's unbelievable. Look at the body. Look at that bubble butt. Yeah, uh, you know what they did? We had a, a number of guys come in and play some different positions and, you know, they held up pretty well. So it was good to see that from a meek, but, um, you know, we're still moving some guys around trying to find out the best combination. I don't believe any of those statistics. I think it's all hogwash. I feel like if I put on extra padding and stuff like that, I'd be looking like a transformer or something. Uh, and I don't want to be slowed down. But I just feel, you know, we should be protected. Um, all quarterbacks in the league, you know, not just myself. You know, everyone should be included with that, especially while we're in the pocket, our leg area and stuff like that, you know. That's it, man. But, you know, football is football. You know, guys get aggressive sometimes. Stuff happens. Probably don't mean it, you know, but um, I, I like the ref to throw the flag, though, like if they catch it. Just crush my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one. I feel like we had this conversation, and I can't remember what our final answer was. Did we ever decide if Alex Leatherwood had a bubble butt or not? Oh. I don't know if that was my astute reporting I'm pulling it from, up. from uh, the ice buckets and all of that. I don't know if I evaluated his bubble butt when I was out there the first couple days, but we'll have to go back and look. I, I could have because... It's one of the things, you know, speed and otherwise that stand out, yeah. bubble butts stand out. Because, listen, we have first-round offensive linemen taken by the Raiders. We've got a general manager in Mike Mayock who has loved bubble butts in his past. Now they're already changing positions. He hasn't been very good. Did they draft a guy that doesn't have a bubble butt? I think I'm he, based he, on the pictures. He, no, no. And oh, that's no. too bad because tackles tend to be longer and longer and even at 330, somewhat leaner. So now he's moving inside with no bubble butt. I mean, I, I just don't think this is going to work. I mean, never mind his PFF rating. He he doesn't have a bubble butt, yet he's moving inside where the bubble butts tend to be. I think this confirms John Gruden's the one calling the shots during the draft because you know Mike well, Mayock Mike has Mayock wants bubble butts. He's got his bubble butt draft board. He's got his bubble butt, so he says, this with is who pictures? I'm taking. With yeah, pictures. yeah, with photo evidence. <laughs> this is who I want. And it, listen, if Alex Otherwood doesn't have a bubble butt, that's not on Mike Mayock because we know Mike Mayock's not drafting him unless he's got the bubble butt. <laughs> I just want to point out the reason I played the uh, Lamar Jackson thing there was because he's like, well, quarterbacks should be protected. And the, meanwhile, the Raiders are like, I guess let's try him at guard. <laughs> well, Lamar Jackson talking about the refs. But I know. The Raiders but... are like, yeah, our offensive line, nah, we're not going to do that this week. Not not in the cards. I just want, I just liked the, uh, maybe Derek Carr should wear extra padding. Uh, I, I think... I might be all in on Justin Fields and me cheering for him to be good. I don't know much about Justin Fields, but he did give this quote this week. Um, he got asked apparently how he feels about being the Bears franchise quarterback for the next 10 to 15 years. And Justin Fields response was, I don't even know if we're going to be on this earth for the next 10 to 15 yeah. years. Did this follow the dump? The two? The deuce? The deuce? What deuce? Who took a deuce? Oh, no, that was Jalen Hurts. Oh, that's Jalen Hurts. That was Jalen My Hurts. Bad. Yeah, My who bad. said you flush it. Yeah. My bad. So, but if we can get good quotes out of Justin Fields every week, I, I'm i going to be cheering well, for this guy to be good then. 
We Same don't know with about Jalen the next Hurts. 10 to 15 minutes, never mind the next <laughs> 10 to 15 years where we're going to be. Good for him. I like that. He might not survive 10 to 15 minutes no. against the Raiders if the no. Bears don't you know, have a competent offensive line. Or Well, he's certainly not going to survive 10 years if they don't get better up front. Good God. My God. Poor kid. And like you said earlier, if he does hold on to the ball a long time, he'll he'll learn from that. They might not get better in the offensive line, but the nighttime he gets, he's like, <laughs> you know, I probably should just throw this thing and hope it's not intercepted and so I don't get hit all the time. Okay, here's actually one area that I, I feel bad for Derek Carr. He has, in, in his career as the Raiders quarterback, basically never had a good defense. Right, it's never it's never existed for him. In 2016, I think they got a lot of turnovers, but they still weren't really a, a good defensive team in 2016. So he is he's never had a good defense. He's never played on a team where oh, if I have an off day and we only put up 17, we, can we win. still have a chance. We to still have win. a chance to win. So in that regard, you kind of feel bad for Derek Carr. But this is this year, like this this is probably going to end up being the best defense yes. Derek Carr has ever played with. But to get it, the Raiders sacrificed their offensive line. Yes. And so now he's going to have to be running for his life or curling up into a yeah, ball for his run life. Very much. Whatever it is, like now he doesn't have an offensive line anymore. And he's probably just looking around and saying, like, can I can I just have a good team once? <laughs> like, can you guys figure this out for once in my career? Because again, probably the first like the defense is probably gonna end up whatever, 15th best in the league, something like that at the end of hey, the day. Hey, for them, that's great. Right, and, and right now they're probably a little higher than that, but that's, you know, they're probably going to be about an average defense. But at the end of the year, we're probably looking back and the Raiders' offensive line ranks 28th in the league, something like that, and Derek Carr had a rough season getting hit. I'm still a little amazed, and I probably shouldn't be. Um, after the Bosa situation, I got a lot of emails from writing about it, and I want to say 90% of them agreed with Bosa and ripped Carr. And I don't know why I'm surprised at that because he did, I think, earn the reputation of check down Derek. But I don't think he's done that this year until no. the other night when he faced his best defense so far. So maybe as he goes along and they face better defenses, this is what we'll see this week as well with the defensive line. Maybe we see him do that again because the Bears will probably be in the backfield the whole game. But, yeah, it's. I mean, you should have seen some of these emails where I'm like, man, they just don't buy into him at all. And I thought last year he's threw for a career high yards. I think the first three weeks of this year he's been really good. But there's just a perception out there that they do not like him. It's eight Which years. Yeah. Eight years, one, well, playoff no play, appearance. one playoff appearance. And so it's anything, anytime things go wrong, Derek Carr is going to get a lot of criticism right. for it because from a team success standpoint, they have well, not since he's been yeah, the quarterback. They haven't been good. Yeah. And so there's going to be criticism there. And then in this specific instance, it is something that's been a you know, problem for Derek Carr That's in the past. Been his reputation. Yes. When he's under pressure, he his feet aren't very good in the pocket. Right. Footwork's not good in the pocket. He doesn't extend plays or he checks it down or he throws it away or whatever it is. Like that's right. when he's under pressure in the past, he has not been very good. And so even if he's fixed that for the first three weeks of the season, if you see it in week four, you're gonna revert back to well here we go again. Yeah, we haven't been we haven't been very coiling. good under him, and this is what the problem is. Right. Yeah. Even if, you know, he hasn't been the biggest issue. And still this year, I mean, the offensive line's a much bigger issue than anything Derek Carr's done so far this season. So it's still again, it's another situation where it's not Derek Carr's fault. He's not the primary person responsible for what the issues are on this team, but he's gonna get a lot of the blame right. because he's the quarterback. And is he the quarterback that can elevate worse teammates? 
right? That's what he he has not shown that in his NFL. Well, you've career. always you've always said it, and I think we both agree that he's good enough to go to the playoffs, but not good enough to win it all. Right, unless his team is, is really good around him, around both him. defensively and on his line. Right, and the Raiders have never put that around right. him, which you know isn't Derek Carr's fault that they've never done that. But also, I will say the first three weeks of this season, Derek Carr was playing around a bad offensive line. Right, he was true. He wasn't necessarily making the offensive line better, but he was making their deficiencies less noticeable. Right. Like it wasn't as big of a deal because he's very good. Those first three weeks was a quarterback you could look at and say, okay, he is working with you know less and making it look like something good. Is it more of an indictment on him though? Because the Chargers were much better than anyone in those three weeks. You <laughs> probably, know what I mean? Yes. I mean, it's probably more an indictment, and we'll see this week because he's going to face another great defensive line. Yeah, and how how they do it because it could be again. Expect the Raiders to win. I don't think the Bears offense is going to be able to do very much against the Raiders unless Justin Fields is all of a sudden Ohio State Justin Fields right. again, which maybe he is. He's much better last week, but it was the Lions. But I don't think the Raiders offense is going to have a good day. Like, I think this is going to be a fairly low scoring, ugly game because I think both defensive lines are going to have much more success than anything than any other units for either team. The defensive lines, I think, are going to be the best for both teams. So low-scoring game is my guess. I'm a little surprised at what you have here in the rundown. Football outsiders have the odds to make the playoffs in the AFC West. I, okay, Casey's number one. I know I'm surprised that the Raiders are under the uh, under the Broncos. I don't know why at this point because I think the Chargers are better than the Broncos. I've got to be honest with you, I'm almost surprised the Chiefs are only 76%. Yeah, two losses. I know. To start I know. The year. I just can't, yeah. in my mind, not believe that they're by far the best yeah. team in that division. It's just, uh, it's a small sample size is mainly what it is. And they play the Bills this week. I mean, they they could be looking at two and three. And again, and I, I still, would still think they're the best team. In the I division. would still think they are too. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's when you play a seventeen game season. If we saw it, we've seen it with the Raiders. If you have a stretch of four or five games where you don't play well and you lose games, that's that's enough to knock you out, even if you're good. Even if you have a good run earlier in the year or later in the year, they lose the Bills, they're two and three. Are you Again. a believer in the Broncos? Like, I'm just not. Okay. If Drew Locke is their quarterback, no. But Teddy Bridgewater, through the first three weeks of the season... Before he got hurt was playing very well. And that's a situation, like we just talked about Derek Carr. Everything around Teddy Bridgewater there is pretty good. Right. Like they've got good, their offense is solid around Teddy Bridgewater and their defense is really good. So that's a situation where Teddy, if just don't mess it up and the Broncos are winning at least eight games. And if they can steal one or two here, well, now they're, they're in it. They're your 10 win team and you're a legit you're, type you're of team. So if drew locks the quarterback for like two games or more this year, no, because he's the quarterback that'll screw it up and have four, a five turnover game. But if Teddy Bridgewater's the quarterback for the entirety of the season, I, I think they're there. I think they're there as a team that's just sort of, hey, we don't screw things up. We're not a legitimate Super Bowl contender, but we're we can make the playoffs. We can challenge against some of these teams. Whereas the Raiders are probably a little bit behind Denver right now. The Chargers are the ones that's... that they probably have the high ceiling, low floor of the AFC West. Because if Justin Herbert is this good, they're they're they might be the team that can actually knock off the Chiefs and win the division. But if Herbert takes any sort of step back this year or if their defense doesn't perform, then they've probably got the lowest floor of all these teams as well, would be my guess. So you want to do score predictions now? Sure. What you got? Raiders 21-14. Oh, all right. I'll, I'll go the Raiders as well. I have a little more points than you. I'll say 23-16. Okay. And Mr. Scorigami. 8-7. Oh, there's never been an 8-7 game? 
You're telling me we've never had seven nothing going into the fourth quarter and somebody scores and goes for two and gets it? Not once. Oh, wow. wow. All right. I like eight seven. I could see that happening. And too. you never say the winner. No, no, no. If he if he gets eight seven, <laughs> if I predict the score correctly, <laughs> eight seven. Yeah, if he gets eight seven, it we're, doesn't matter. We're good to go. That'll be if a score phenomenal. that has never happened in an NFL game happens. I might like I might walk into our boss's office and go, I need a race. Let <laughs> think, me play you this clip. I think we actually beyond Raiders Bears, Jared just gets credit if any NFL game that week ends in his ends score. in his score. Yes. Yeah. If any game ends 8-7 this week, Jared gets credit for okay. it. Doesn't matter who wins, what game Agreed. it is. Who are the Dolphins Agreed. playing? <laughs> At Tampa. And, uh, no. You got that you got the the Falcons Jets in London. That's true. Yeah, can can I we may not get too deep into this, but what do we does the NFL hate the people of London? Like we are never uh, we never give them good yeah. games. Yeah, why would we? They keep selling out the bad ones. I was at two of them, Patriots and Bears with the Raiders and uh I think, well, I remember the Patriots game. That might have been over by halftime. Can't even remember the That Bears was in game. Mexico, wasn't it? Oh, you're right. I'm yeah. in the wrong place. Yeah. I'm in the wrong place. Yeah, okay, we yeah. gave Mexico a better yeah, team. Yeah, you're right. Gave... Exactly. Well, the, remember the, the originally what we were supposed to give Mexico was the first year Rams when they were scoring all the points and the first year Mahomes when he was scoring. That was it was supposed to be like this incredible game. And then they showed up to the field and were like, did you guys? Did you guys put down a field? Like, <laughs> what the hell is this? All right, coming up next, it's Bischoff's Briefs, where I'm excited about a teenager. Is Tyler a know-it-all? Can you prove him wrong? Tweet at Bischoff underscore Tyler and at Ed Graney. Bischoff's Briefs. I never realized baseball had so much butt touching. Bischoff's Briefs. That's how they communicate. Bischoff's Briefs. Like Braille, but with butts. Bischoff's Briefs. Read my butt! I've never been more excited over a teenage boy than I am Ricardo Pepe. This guy's a superstar. Well, that's a... That's something to say for a drop. <laughs> that was a little... Yeah, could you say it again without the music underneath it? <laughs> all right, all right. You ready? I've never been more excited about a teenage boy than I am for Ricardo Pepe. Right there. Be playing that for a while. Pepe, oh, he's a superstar. He's saving us. Oh, he's going to lead us to the World Cup. We're going to win the World Cup, Ed. Not 2026, 2022, okay. and 2026. All right. Okay, All right. Pepe. So last night, United States played a World Cup qualifier against Jamaica. Ricardo Pepe, our lovely 18-year-old, uh, he plays for FC Dallas, is probably going to end up in Europe very soon. Uh, so last World Cup qualifier, he scored a goal and had an assist in our 4-1 comeback win against Honduras. Then last night against Jamaica, he scored both of our goals in the second half as we beat Jamaica 2-0. He has played roughly 160 minutes for the United States. He has three goals and an assist. Yes, it was Honduras and Jamaica. It's not like we did this to Brazil, Italy, yeah, Argentina. But we might have... We might have... (laughs) We need that against Trinidad and Tobago. (laughs) We might have a legitimate goal scorer to play as our number nine, to play as our center forward. We might have it in Ricardo Pepe. It's, it's been like the biggest thing missing from sort of the roster, from the depth of this team for the last couple of years, basically since we missed the last World Cup and we started looking at, oh, we got a bunch of good young kids. It's really the big position that was like, oh, we don't have it. Like Jossie Zardes is still out there. It's kind of like, oh, maybe he's the best. 
Ricardo Pepe might be that guy. And like you combine it, like in the midfield, we've got tremendous depth and tremendous talent. Our center back and right back and left back depth is pretty good. The talent, we'll see how good they end up being, but the depth is there. There's some solid players. Like we're good. Like we we are really good. We're really good at this sport now. I thought after the first uh, go-round, out of the first three, you weren't very uh, excited about what had happened. Well, we played like crap in a lot of these games. Okay, but well, Ricardo, you just said how good you were. Ricardo Pepe didn't play until the third one. <laughs> when we beat Honduras 4-1. to one. In the two World Cup qualifiers we played with Ricardo Pepe, we're unbeaten, and we've outscored opponents 6-1. to one. Why did he just burst under the scene, or has he not? Well, he's 18. I mean, he plays FC. This, but he I, plays for FC. Right. I think this is the first year he's gotten legitimate, like, Starting chances, minutes with FC Dallas. So it's the first time he's gotten a legitimate chance to play with a professional team. You're saying this is the kind of kid who says no to North Carolina so he can go on and play yes. elsewhere. <laughs> yes. And, you know. He's when, not one of the AYSO kids whose dream is the scholarship. Right. So instead of being a freshman or a sophomore in North Carolina, right. he's going to be playing in Europe making seven figures <laughs> yes, pretty soon. Exactly. So that's probably what's going to be happening for Ricardo Pepe. But, like, here's the thing. Again, it's Jamaica. Although Jamaica... They got a shot at being a World Cup team. We'll see where they finish in the World Cup, uh, in the octagonal standings at the end of the day. But we crushed Jamaica yesterday. We obliterated Jamaica. 62% possession, outshot them 17 to 5. Shots on goal were 7 to 1. Like we obliterated this team. It was it was a 2 nothing game. It should have been worse. We obliterated them. It wasn't even close. And that's the type of thing you want to see from the United States because we didn't have our best player in Christian Pulisic. He's injured. We didn't have probably our second or third best player in Gio Reyna. He's injured, right? Two of our best, like if we were playing the World Cup right now and we were fully healthy, those two are in the starting lineup, not available to this team. And we obliterated Jamaica and Ricardo Pepe scored two goals. Very excited. Was this game on at the same time as the Astros? No, it, like I was going to say. That Astros been- game ended in like 30 seconds before this game started. Really? It was like oh, perfect what timing, timing for I, you. I had five and a half hours of excellence What timing yesterday. for you? Five and a half hours of dominance. Wow. Of the Astros right into the you U.S. You can't ask for a better oh, day. Unbelievable day. Couldn't be more should excited about it. should be your birthday. About. Yeah, it should That's have like, been my birthday. <laughs> my Get out of here with your birthday. Here. Ridiculous. <laughs> Unbelievable day. But, your son should have brought him cheesecake. Yeah, you should have got the cheesecake. <laughs> Where is my cheesecake? But despite the greatest five and a half hours of the entire year for me, I'm still mad. Oh, of course, because they didn't fire the coach. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, we got a lot bigger issue in CONCACAF World Cup qualifying, and we've we've talked about this before. There is no VAR. There is no video assistant review right. in CONCACAF World Cup qualifying. And, oh, my God, did we need it yesterday. Because Even after obliterating them? Because 30 seconds into this game, Jamaica should have had a guy sent off. There should have been a red card 30 seconds into this game because Paul Ariola got behind the Jamaican back line. He's about to be one-on-one with the goalie, gets pulled down with a hand to his shoulder, just dragged down. Referee totally botches it. Totally horrified to, yellow? Give, to give a red card. Yeah, so he goes and talks to his assistant, line to the linesman for whatever, to figure out, hey, what'd you see? Oh, it was a blatant red card. Well, we're not giving that. Called it a foul, but gave him a yellow card. Because just think, in soccer, there's a rule. If, you, if you're like the last defender and you deny an obvious goal-scoring scenario, if you deny a player from having essentially a one-on-one with the goalie, it is an automatic red card. It is a straight red card. The referee called the foul. He recognized it was a foul, 
but didn't give the red card for some reason. And it's one of the most obvious red cards you have ever seen in your life. It happened 30 seconds in. If we had VAR, he goes and looks at it. He says, okay, that's a red card. Oh, so you're saying he just missed it. It's not that he just didn't want to give it to him that early in the match. You're just uh, saying he missed he missed it. No, I think he I think there he was, didn't want to give VR, it. If there was VR, he would have gone to it, and you're sure he would have gone red card. Oh, he better have given it red card because that was one of the most obvious red cards you've ever seen in your life. But here's what happened at about the 30th minute or so in the game: the same damn thing happened again. We got behind him. We had it was Brendan Harrison gets behind their back line, and instead of pulling him down with the hand, the guy slides in from behind and takes him takes out. Him out. Same exact scenario. Last defender, it's a one-on-one with the goalie. If he doesn't commit the foul, referee calls the foul, gives a yellow card. Jamaica should have had two guys sent off in the first half. Look, Two! And they didn't call it. And if there was VAR, he probably goes and checks. And Jamaica's playing 11 on 9 for the rest of the game. Oh, can you imagine Pepe then? Oh, Pepe would have scored he seven. He would have scored seven goals. I'm more in, in, in uh, entertained by the fact that Jamaica obviously sucks as we kept getting behind him. <laughs> because you just said that we got behind him more than any soccer game I can remember. So obviously Jamaica is not making the World Cup, and they're just not very good. But here's here's the issue. We don't have VAR in CONCACAF World Cup qualifying because there are countries like El Salvador or Honduras or Panama, whatever these countries are, that the stadiums they play in cannot be equipped with the proper equipment to have VAR. I mean, how difficult could it be? That's what I'm saying. Why I mean, the hell are we as a country not paying for this? Yes. How difficult Of could all that the be? things we waste money yes. on, how the hell are we not getting VAR into El that's Salvador? That's the only problem? Yes, because what basically CONCACAF decided, okay, well, every home game El Salvador and whoever else has, they're not going to be able to have VAR. So we're not going to have World Cup qualifying. Why doesn't CONCACAF pay for it? Yeah, get it together, CONCACAF. Go get that president from Suriname that's bribing people. Just go get his money and <laughs> his pay money. for it. Tell him to take his shirt yeah. off and give people money for this. It is unbelievable that we have World Cup qualifiers and every other league or confederation of anything in the world has VAR except CONCACAF World Cup qualifying. Yeah, that it's makes no sense because it's, it's a much easier than people are making it out to be to get that system in there. Get some cameras down there. Yeah. Like, it's unreal that we do not have it's VAR. It's almost like you're telling me they don't have wireless. <laughs> they might not I mean, have wireless. They wi-fi. might not have wireless. But it is unbelievable. And last night was a perfect example of why. Because the ref, the ref it was the first it was the first time this ref had ever called a World Cup qualifier. Right? I don't know what his actual past is, but it might have been the biggest game he's ever refereed. Maybe he's done something else, but it might have been the biggest game he's ever refereed, and he was horrified. He was absolutely horrified to give out a red card 30 seconds into that game. And it's 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 un- honestly, it's unacceptable. Like The U.S. ended up winning, and they crushed Jamaica the rest of that game. But if that game ends 0-0, yeah. we're yeah. looking back, say, like we absolutely got screwed. Yeah. Now, Ricardo Pepe, again, awesome, loved the teenager, and he scored two goals and made sure it wasn't a factor. But if we don't play well in the second half of that game and it ends 0-0, or hell, if we lose, we should have been playing 11-on-9 for 60 minutes That's why night. I asked you, was he just too afraid? And even if they had VAR, if he'd gone over and looked at it, if he would have changed his mind. Well, if you go over and look at VAR, you're much. I feel like it gives you a lot more confidence to say, yes, I looked at a replay. That's an obvious red card. Because here's the other thing. They brought on, uh, they have their referee specialist, Mark Clattenburg, who I think used to call games in the Premier League. He like came on to the broadcast obvious red card that was like that was always he said it's like i've never seen a more obvious red card in my life like it was the clearest two red cards you've ever seen and neither one were given it's unbelievable so he's better than mike pierre 
Yes, much better. <laughs> but again, this these were much easier calls than to give Mike Pereira <laughs> the a double break. Punt? Yes, this is a much punt? easier call than the double punt in the Seahawks game. Coming up next, we find out if Cassie Soto's ever swung a golf club before. She is a used Honda Civic, hates 50% of her dogs, and will never get engaged. Time to mock Raiders.com's Cassie Soto on the press box. Cassie, have you ever swung a golf club before? I guess not. Are you left-handed? Yes. How didn't I know that? Ah, that explains it. How didn't yeah. I know that? Do you hold your camera with your right hand or your left hand? My left hand? No, oh, I have to hold it with my right hand because it's not the strap is on the right. They don't make it for left-handers. Oh. I, I, yeah. That's the one thing I was shocked about. I didn't know you were left-handed. Yeah. Who had the best swing? Adam Hill. Really? Who had the worst? You know, Paul Gutierrez is up there, too. Yeah. Who okay. had the worst? Myself and maybe Tashawn Reed. Oh. Okay. Oh. All right. So, so we have some inside information uh, that uh, Q might have had the worst swing. Uh, the, the, the ones that I saw, he was all right. I think he hacked one. So uh, Okay. Yeah. All right. So Yeah, yeah. She's not going to throw him under the bus because yeah. then she knows that it'll get played on the other show. And then <laughs> you're being too nice, that, Cassie. On my, on, my, on my favorite show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the one. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's okay. okay. You can be mad at Jared. I'm mad wow. at Jared, too. What I do? I'll be mad at Jared. You want to you delete Corky Dash from your phone? I already did delete it. Yeah. Too many ads. Oh. I haven't, I haven't seen one yet, still. <laughs> yeah. I, got all, I must have got all of yours. Has there been anything to <laughs> click on yet? I have not had anything to click on. That's I just, all I got. I would literally like the corgi would die, and then I just immediately get like a sixty second like. He doesn't die. He just swims away. He swims away. Jeez, yeah, Jared, you think they're killing off a corgi? That's not a game that would be very popular. It might be more popular. Can't to kill be honest. the dog. <laughs> I, I got. Can't kill by the, the way, I, I need to tell you guys. I did uh, see the Soto house the other day. I I I didn't tell her because it's a nice house earner. Uh, Estrus has done great work on it. But when we walked in, the corgi was like free as a bird, running around the kitchen, going crazy. Other dog locked in the kennel. Yeah, of course. Locked in the kennel. Of Poor course. dog. Like, they, they, she barely let him out. Do you know why why I have to do that? I, you didn't even give me the chance to explain myself. <sighs> no. I, why would so they, we do that? So I just know one dog's locked up. Gate, there's the gate that blocks them in the kitchen to, like, the rest of the house so they don't cause a, like, cause a ruckus. Champ will knock that gate, he, everything in his power to knock that gate down and run in all the rooms and make a mess and throw all the pillows on the couch. He just wrecks havoc, so I have to lock him up. Right. He did it to himself. I could see that. That's a small gate. Champ would blow on that thing, and it would fall over. Yeah. So, well, then I was like, okay, it's just the gate. So let me put the kennel in front with a 30-pound weight in it, <laughs> and he won't be able to move this. And sure enough, he did. Wow. Of course he did. So Champ's trying to get given, out of there the way he's treated. He's been given many a chances to be free, and he he ruined it. He did it himself. Uh, all right, Cassie, I have an important question for you. Um, I'm going to need you to look on your phone at your okay. uh, phone usage so far and uh, tell again? me how many how many minutes have you been playing Corgi Dash? Okay, let's see. This is okay. a very important question. Because I, I, if it's less than me, I think I get all profits and proceeds from Corgi Dash. Probably right. Yeah, you can't you can't get it if you're not supporting it over there. Hold on, usage. Where, is it, where did it screen go? Screen time. Come on, get to screen time, Cassie. 
Oh, screen time. That's what it's called. Yeah, I was just talking to in the little bar. Oh, God. This there is we go. Nightmare. Okay, I got it. All right. Hold what, on. What do you got? It's loading. Oh, man. It's a great radio, by the way. Well, you tell me, why don't you tell me to be pressed? I know. It's my fault. It's this. my fault. Come on. It's my fault. I'm not blaming you for that. That's on me. I am at, it says 52 minutes. Oh, you're blowing me away. I'm at 20. I thought 20 was a lot. I, I, now, learned, I now learned how to do this. What's your what's your daily average of what of just being on your phone entire screen time? Yes. Uh, where does it say five hours and forty one minutes? Oh man, mine's at three fifty nine. Right at right for four hours. This can't be right. What's yours? Twelve minutes. You're on your phone for twelve minutes and forty four. Oh no, daily average that can't be right. 12 hours and that 44 that, minutes? That can't be right. Ed! That can't be right. 12 <laughs> no, hours? It, it, because maybe I don't. I never turn my phone off and I just charge it the whole day. No, I never turn my phone off either. So you have a problem. I just, no, I just. 12 hours? Well, that doesn't mean I look at it for 12 hours. That means it's just on. Because I no. barely ever, uh, I don't look at it. I like, I'll text someone or then I'll look at Twitter for like two seconds and I put it down. So why is that, why is that say that? Because there's just no chance. God. Because you're no addicted chance. to your phone. No, there's no chance. It's Damn a, it older makes, generations. It makes no sense. I, I will say, hours. It I, makes no sense. I will say going out with like hanging out with older people has become like not fun because all they do is sit there and play on their phones. No. Yeah, and you're like just, like, Ed over like, here it's just no. like, can we have hours. a conversation? No. It's, totally, it's totally wrong. It's totally wrong. Ed, do you play Candy Crush? No, I, w- I don't play any games. That's the point. This is wrong. I, t- right, I text. You don't connect to Wi-Fi ever. Oh, it's the Wi-Fi. No, that has nothing no, to do with it. No, it has nothing oh. to this do with it. This is just how long your phone is on. <laughs> She's just oh, perpetrating well, yeah, that lie she told though. last week. I never turn it off, so not, that's not, why. Not, not on off, like the screen is on. How right, long the screen right. is on. So you like you will check a tweet, set your oh, phone you down. you know why, though? Walk because away. I always have it on the settings, yeah, and I'd walk away and it's on the never turn off. So that's why. Thank goodness. Whew. You know where the thing is? Is you know, turn off every thirty seconds or every yeah, that's minute. A, yeah, mine does. Like okay, a, mine's yeah. on, mine's on never. How does your phone not die? It does all the time. It does it's all the time. Dead. Yeah, it's always dead. <laughs> then shut your phone we, off. When okay. we went to so when we went to SoFi, we weren't even in the building yet. And he's like, oh god, my phone's about to die. I'm like, we just oh, got god. here. And okay, what do you that's why. That's so why. you got to change it to where now like, I will change it to thirty yeah, seconds, and I'll come back. Might stay all alive right. for once. I'm gonna come back to I'm gonna come back in three days when I see you on Monday. And I'll see how much that's changed. Wait, okay. wait 11 hours instead of 12 hours. <laughs> no, it will not. No, it will not. It will not. Cassie, we have a very important question. What was the team that had the guy at the end of the bench that you were feeding candy to for at a UNLV basketball game? Oh, it wasn't me. It was the student section. That's what it was. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. We could not remember the story. We couldn't remember the story. They were giving. They were feeding him Laffy Taffies. Yes, yes, and, and he accepted uh, them. I think it was a non-conference team. Okay. Oh, okay. Because okay. we were hoping it was New Mexico, so that way they would be like, "You're distracting the players." The yeah. student section. Very distracting. No, no, it was a non-conference team, and I think they were like calling him, calling him a thick boy or something. <laughs> and then they were like, "Do you want candy? You want candy?" And he was like, "Yeah, I want candy." <laughs> <laughs> so they threw him. They threw Laffy Taffy's out of it. He ate it. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. I was just... Why did we think it was you? She was the one who told us the story. I oh. Yeah. She I, got yeah. video of it. I was not feeding players candy. Listen, don't okay, act like yeah, that's, that's so bizarre, something you would do. That's the part of the story that's unrealistic. <laughs> You're right.
Uh, <laughs> I saw a TikTok from you. How was Archie at Target? Oh, my God. So we were scared. So Target, and I, I should probably respond to people. People are like, Target's dog friendly? And it's not. <laughs> no. No, there's just people who feel privileged enough that they bring their dog places they're not supposed yeah, to. Exactly. So that was us. So we had to stop. We have a baby shower this weekend, and we're terrible people and didn't get the present yet. So we were out. We're like, well, let's go get the present. But we had Archie, and of course, we're not going to leave him in the car. So I was like, if we put him in the car, like, he's so small, nobody will see. Well, a couple people saw, including employees, and they were like, oh, my God, hi, doggy, hi, doggy. And they loved him. Um and he was great. We took him down the toy section, and he got to pick out a couple toys himself. Oh, no. And I put him on the goofy little Halloween costume. He was not a fan. He doesn't like clothes. So I don't know. If well, he's he, a dog. <laughs> you were dressing him? Yeah, I put, like, a little head, the little head, like a lion's mane on him, or a tiger, I think. Um, but, uh-huh. yeah, he did great. He was kind of scared of the cart at first. Um he thought like he was just weirded it's out that the floor was moving under him, but yeah, he did great. Where was Champ? In the kennel. <laughs> well, why wouldn't he be? Archie's going on. Archie's day going on, to on dress up and toy dates, and Champ is stuck in the kennel. This just yes. gets better and better as we go on with this dog. <laughs> I mean, did you bring Champ home a toy or like a, a costume? That he always gets. He always punks Archie and gets the toys anyways. So, do you dress your dogs yeah. up for Halloween? Like Halloween's coming up. Yes. Even though Archie doesn't like it? Yes. That seems He mean. has to do it for the TikTok. What are you dressing him up as? Corgnello. Like Canelo, but Corgnello. Oh, the boxer. Oh, oh yeah. no. That's With right. boxing gloves. That's, there's no bigger fans of Canelo than that house. Like none. Corgnello. Yeah. It's, yeah. You are so proud of the phrase Corgnello, aren't you? Are. You've said Super it 17 yeah, times. Yeah, you keep waiting for you keep waiting for applause and we're like, it's not coming. But there's um there's we're a part of this it's called Sin City Corgis. It's like a corgi group. And we're do there's a hairy it's a hairy H A I R Y Potter themed yeah. um on the 16th, so I think we're going to go to that and dress them up like a little Harry Potter. Oh my god. I mean, it's, it's a whole community you're off a whole the community rails of crazy people like me. You're completely off the rails Wait, with this what, dog. What color is Archie? Wouldn't he be he would wouldn't he be like Ron? He's, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I guess. But no, like a little tie and some glasses. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. You going to put Potter. a lightning wow. bolt on his forehead? I could try. What's Champ going to go as? He's going to stay Nothing. home. He's not going. Come Dumbledore? on. Champ can't go. Champ can <laughs> go. Running, running that poor dog out of his Dumbledore? Champ's the invisible cloak. Does Champ get the walks? invisible cloak. <laughs> Does Champ get walks? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, he gets let out of the cage, and he's allowed to wander around the, <laughs> the house. Yeah, it's, it's 30 okay, minutes Champ. of recreational yeah, exactly. time a day. Yeah, it's yard time it's like at he's prison. in the yard at the prison. Like, uh, you get your 30 minutes. <laughs> one hour, one hour a day. All right, I, I, I do have another question because Ed kind of called you out a little bit. How early did you get to the airport in L.A.? Uh, Heidi made us get there at 7. Oh, she you're throwing Heidi and... under the bus. Yeah. Oh, poor Heidi now. Yeah. Heidi made us get there at 7. But they, you know what, though? You guys have TSA pre. 
Yes. So why are you getting there so dang early? I don't. I go through in like a second. Yeah, we've talked about this with Ed. It's man. <laughs> I, I had a wait. I had a wait in TSA. It was like twenty minutes, but still, still very, very early. It's called the Wolfgang Puck Experience, not the Wolfgang Puck Quickly. He's got to experience it. Yes. Nah, he's seen enough airports. Yeah, that's true. Airports are a disaster, and Ed wants to spend his entire day there. <laughs> like it. How was Ed already set up with his laptop and everything when you got there? Uh, yes. Come on, he had, Tyler. He had the table already. Come on. <laughs> How many? He did. That's not fair. How many also, coffees did he drink already? Game. That's not fair. Puck he didn't want coffee. No, I, I don't drink coffee. No, he didn't want coffee. What? He just got his kind no, bar. Your Starbucks kind bar. No, no, not hot coffee. It I never drink hot but coffee. But also, his, hey, his Starbucks order doesn't is not coffee. No. I Whatever. memorized his Starbucks order, so I think that's props to me. Oh, okay. Bring it on. Grande. Peppermint hot, non-fat, peppermint hot chocolate with whip. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Look at Cassie go. I do not know my girlfriend's Starbucks order, and you know your coworkers. That's a good friend. Yeah, it is a good friend. It is a good friend. Uh, oh, by the way, I thought I felt like I'd give you this hint because uh, I heard you did a Starbucks run at Raiders practice one day. You know, on their app, you can uh, just order it on the app and then pick it up through the drive. OK, OK. But, you know, what was awesome about this particular Starbucks trip. The person in front in front of me paid. Oh, it was. Oh, pay it forward. Oh, and yeah. I know yeah. for a fact you yeah. did not pay for the person behind I you. I did. I did uh, because yeah. I had double star rewards that day. So I was like, well, I still have to pay for something because I needed the points. But I needed the points. So hold on, hold on. Important question. How much was your Starbucks run versus how much the person behind you? Uh, ours was like 14 and I think theirs was like 10. Oh, okay. Wow. I was thinking you were getting like seven drinks over there and it was going to be like a $70 charge yeah. to some poor person. <laughs> I've told no. this, I've told this story before I'm pay it for a day, you know, Greenspan, the wife, we went up and it was paid for us. We didn't get that many. Actually, we had both kids in the car and the lady goes, well, it's pay it for a day. They got you. She goes, good. She goes, would you like to participate? And Greenspan said, what did they get? <laughs> <laughs> So when she found out it was under like $6, she's like, yeah, all right, whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> it's the way to do it. Yeah. I endorse it. All right, Cassie, get out of here. Thanks, Thank Cassie. You. Thanks. Thanks, guys. See you. All right, here we go. We have a Porta Subs football tailgate tray. It's a six-foot Porta Subs sub, and you'll be qualified to win a new Yeti cooler thanks to Finley Volvo Cars Las Vegas. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. We will take caller number five at 702-364-1100. You'll win a Porta Subs football tailgate tray and be qualified to win a new Yeti cooler. Want to be part of the show? Call the Press Box voicemail and let us know. 702-720-4678 and leave your opinion. Swing and a drive. Deep to left field. This one is way out of here. Randy Rosarena with his first of 2021, and it's 4-0 Rays here in the fifth. Taylor leans all the way in, making a 90-degree angle. Arrazarena hits for home. The throw, he has stolen home, and it's 5-0 Rays. You're locked in the press box. I've got breaking news. There are now going to be tournaments for my fake horse racing. Okay, oh so. no! Seated? Oh, God, why? Why would you ask a follow-up? <laughs> what is wrong with you? You're killing. Are they me. seated? So, uh, th- there's going to be a leaderboard. I don't know exactly how the seating is going to break down here. I'm literally just reading about it now. There's going to be a two-week qualifying period to get in the main draw to get into the quarterfinals. Oh, 
and yeah. it's going to be broken down by distances. But the f- top like 576 horses at each distance segment they break off are going to make it to the quarterfinals, and then there'll be more races to get to the semis than more to the finals, and then there'll be a grand final, and the winner of the grand final will get forty thousand dollars. Wow! Let's go. Did you enter? Do you enter the tournament, or do they enter you in it? Every, from what I read, every, every horse, horse is, is eligible. But so you have to, so the qualifying period starts in a week and it lasts for 14 days. And you just have to race your horse 30 times at the specific distance you want him to be in to get to the quarters. And, well, that'll qual that'll that's, that's qualifying every horse that's run 30 times. They'll take the top 576 and those will be in the quarterfinals. So we're going <sighs> to, let's go. I'm excited. We got to figure this out here. We're going to have, I think have, we, is I think there any update least, on these chickens? Uh, they're starting later this month. I'll let you know when they're starting. I'm sure you will. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, we're <laughs> the still Raiders will be eight and one. I'm going to look at the rundown on 7am. The chickens are here. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk to you for a half hour about these chickens. Finally racing. I can't wait for the chickens to be here. They should be. I haven't seen an update recently, but they should be here soon. Weirdly. And Jared will not be happy with me. I can't wait to see the chickens race. Oh, I can't either. Like I, I want to see how they're gonna do. I can't that. either. It's gonna be great. Horses are one thing, but chickens running and, and they have little and other. they have little talents where they can, you know, break out a catapult or a gun or a little moving walkway. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> Jeez. Can't wait for the chickens. But now I got a tournament to look forward to for my horses. We gotta have forty grand to the winner. How much money have these people made? Fake horses. We have. We gotta have at least three horses that are gonna qualify for the quarterfinals. Hopefully five. Off the top of my head, we uh, we should have five. We should have five to qualify into the quarters. Into the quarters. I mean, I wonder how many they take into the semis. I mean, half of it, right? Uh, let's see. Into the semis, one hundred and forty-four. Oh, and then into the finals, thirty-six. 36 into and the then, finals and, then and the winner. A, and then there's a grand final right. after the finals right. that's got 12 horses. And the winner gets 40 grand. 40 grand. How far can fake horse go? Uh, fake horse fake Quarters? horse has struggled. Uh, oh, fake really? horse might not make it. Uh, really? Fake, so fake horse was really good in class five and class four. When fake horse got into class three, <laughs> struggles. Now, hold on. They're not giving 40 away to every class. No, no, no. No, this is going to be, yeah, just doesn't matter what class your it's horse is It's an open. In. The, the, the <laughs> yeah. classes are, the classes Indiana, are going to be Indiana irrelevant. high school basketball championship. Yeah. Everyone's in. Classes are going to be irrelevant to this um, because some of the good horses end up in the lower classes because they lose and move back down. But fake horses, fake horses struggled. High card, Ron Swanson and Goodwill Rush are probably our three best choices here. Jared. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, what? Fake horse might have a chance. We got another horse named Olympic Girl who's been solid recently. Olympic Girl? Olympic Girl. Uh, she's been solid recently. So those two might have a chance to get to the quarterfinals. But high card, this Ron Swanson, Goodwill Rush, those three, they you, should be. Oh, oh, we got poppies in deep. Oh, man, we might have four. You could not have had a better start to your weekend. Oh, You've got the great. Astros at this 11. Great. There'll be some weird soccer game nobody knows about at like three. And now you've got to start oh. talking to your partners about uh, how how to get these horses into the quarterfinals. About poppies in deep, we might have four. Oh, and uh, we got. Oh man, we're gonna win. Oh, uh, at least he's seventeenth minute. He's he, great. He's so excited. He's not talking into the mic. Yes, I'm. I'm pumped. We're gonna get horses into this. I. I cannot wait until we are doing these oh, tournament races. We'll never talk about anything else. Oh, if they're in the quarterfinals. And listen, the chickens are supposed to come out like this. Is all towards the end of this month. Chickens are supposed to be out at the end of this month, too. Give you a big week. Sorry, Derek Carr.